0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Lifted Logic, a podcast presented by Custom Offsets. Whether this is your first time tuning in or your returning guest, thank you so much for your support. I'm your host Dustin and today in the studio, in person, for real, not remote, I'm joined by Junior. Cooking it up in the stew, what up? <laughs> all right, okay, we're off to a great start. I was about to say thank you for joining me. is <laughs> all mine uh so if you're new here you may be wondering exactly what lifted logic is it's a podcast presented by custom offsets it outlines all things custom offsets related industry insights trending topics uh events we kind of covered all here so remember wheels tire suspension customoffsets.com also we are doing a giveaway if you haven't known or if you haven't noticed or seen uh it's a fuel on fuel giveaway so any fuel wheels paired with any fuel tires And all you got to do to get entered to win is go to customoffsets.com forward slash giveaway and pick up a uh, pretty dope t shirt. I think they're neat. I like them. So, yeah, let's get into it. So, as I said, welcome back to Lifted Logic. Today is episode number 11. It's crazy to think that we've done 12 of these now, including the pilot already. Uh, and today we're talking all about the best and worst first truck mods. So this idea actually came to us. We were having a conversation with a coworker of ours and he said, Hey, has anybody ever done a video on like what the best first things you do to your truck are? And, uh, obviously both you and I have had some custom vehicles over the years, so it should be a pretty no brainer for us. Um, so yeah. Today's all about those first must-do mods and then just a couple that maybe you you shouldn't do. And that's probably because both you and I have <laughs> done them. <laughs> We've done them. We're telling you, just <laughs> don't bother. So, yeah. Um, uh, and at the end, we'll have time for one response from the YouTube community. So, I asked them guys the same thing. I said, what's the first thing you do to your truck um, other than what everyone thinks about? And then we'll wrap it up. So, let's, uh, let's jump into the meat and bones of the conversation. Let's get to it, to it, to it, to it. That was actually very impressive. I'm <laughs> I'm surprised. So what is... So you buy a brand new truck or a new to you truck, right? I don't want to Yeah, I can't afford a brand new, new truck. <laughs> truck. Don't Neither can I. There. They don't pay us nearly <laughs> enough here. So you buy a new to you truck. What is the first thing you're doing to it? Tint.
1: Hands down. Every single time. Really? Yep. Okay. I can't drive a fishbowl. And it just... Like, I don't know. It just... You feel a little bit more like... I don't... I. It's just I'm a little more private. A little more like... Like it's yours, and you're not like, hey, look it. I can see this guy over there, and I don't know. It's just like the first thing I do all the time, every time. Maybe because it's cheap, do I don't know. Because it's like for three hundred dollars, you can tint everything, including your windshield, and so it's like that's the first thing you do.
0: Let's talk about windshield tint. Okay. I have never had a vehicle with windshield tint. Really? But you have all of your vehicles with windshield tint, correct? Yeah. So why windshield tint?
1: So I actually have one vehicle that doesn't, and that's like my winter daily driver. And like, if it's in a snowstorm, that's like, that it's just, it's a little bit better to not have it, but I I have 50% on my car and I have 30% on my truck and I want to go to 20% on my truck on the windshield.
0: All right. That's, um, that's pretty dark. Like my side windows are only 20%.
1: What? That's really light. What? I have five on the side. My
0: <laughs> limo tint over here. Well,
1: yeah. That's...
0: My, my last vehicle was, I think, 35 all the way around because i wanted to be legal and not violate wisconsin state statutes technically I,
1: 35 on the front windows is still it's illegal, illegal.
0: <laughs> Risking it over here. yeah yeah risk it for the biscuit I don't know. i've know. just
1: always like windshield tints one of those things where like it'll look dumb if you've got your whole car murdered out five percent tin all around or even like like i had 15 on one of my last trucks and then you have nothing on your windshield it's like you can see that everything else is tinted and you didn't even bother with the windshield so like on my previous truck, I had 50% on the windshield, and that, that's like a manageable manageable amount where you kind of notice from the outside if you're looking for it, but it's still like, it cuts down on the, the sun and the glare, but it's not enough to like, be too obvious. Uh, 30% is definitely more obvious, um, but it, it it just cuts down on a lot of it, and I don't know if I have sensitive eyes, or it just makes it so I don't have to like worry about wearing sunglasses or squint or anything like that, but it just it's dark inside and you just jump in and you can go and like those are my summer vehicles you drive them in the middle of the blinding sun and a lot of times like i'm driving to shows that are eight ten twelve hours away and it makes it a little bit easier to do it
0: yeah um i think you hit the nail right in the head with when, uh, with the tint in general
1: but it's also illegal so like i'm not telling you to do it
0: But we're not telling you not to do it. We're abstaining from that conversation. It's fine. (laughs) But I think you're right. I think window tint is always one of the first. I don't know if it's the first for me, but it's one of the first just because it's super affordable. You can tint, like you said, uh, including the windshield for pretty much under 300 bucks anywhere you go. Um, There are a ton of places that do window tint all over, you know, Um, and it just, it really... I think ties a lot of the exterior look together. Yeah. I was
1: going to say it also makes it look better. Cause it just flows. Cause a lot of times there's like the door molding or the black, like trim door molding around it. And it just kind of like darkens it up and on a black vehicle or you've just like that, you have a murdered out vehicle like in two seconds after tinting it.
0: Well, okay. Let's not be ex- extreme here. There's still in most cases, a lot of Chrome to get rid of, or y- y- you know, but you're, you're on the right, right path. I, I see what you're saying. So cool. Um, I think one that like when I, the, the few trucks I've owned, or I should say the, the last few trucks I've owned, um, one of the firsts for me was always a diamond plate toolbox.
1: And now the first thing I removed from my first F-150 I had was the <laughs> toolbox,
0: no. but hold on there. This one is multifaceted, right? So you can do the, um, like my 1500, my 92, 1500 had the traditional like gull door, you know, over the bed Uh, toolbox. And I really like that one. But when I bought my power stroke, I actually opted for an in-bed single tucked up short unit. And then I, oh my God, I just bumped the mic. You can probably hear that all over the place. Anyway, I opted for the smaller in-bed unit. And then I just um, basically ratchet strapped it to the front. So you could still remove it if you wanted to. You ratchet strapped it? So it wasn't even like mounted? Yeah. Well, so what I did is I, I laid it in the bed and then I took the two eyelets up in the corners yep. and I ran a small ratchet strap and then cranked it really tight because what you could do then is it would stay put, right? But if you had to take it out to utilize the whole bed space, you could still do that because it's small enough. You can just pick it up, throw it in the back of the truck if you had to. Yep. So, but I really like that. I liked having that storage outside of the truck. That's why you buy a crew cab. <laughs> <laughs> I had an extended cab. I don't think I could own a crew cab. It's too big for me.
1: Oh, I love my crew cab. If really? I ever get another like pickup again, it'll have to be a crew cab. I yeah. love mine. Like there's so much room in that thing, and it was a old oh, Ford uh, Sierra. Like okay. it wasn't like an incredibly new huge cab, but like sure. just being a crew cab.
0: The new uh, the new Dodge with like the mega cab where it's yeah, like a right. It's, it's an apartment cab. room. <laughs> like. it takes a country acre to turn it around. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe it was because I had an extended cab, but I really liked having that storage outside of the truck for things like I had a six liter, right? So fuel premix and uh, like ratchet straps, so they're not rattling around, getting because I had leather interior, they're not getting the leather all dirty and stuff, you know. So that's for me. That's like you basically had to keep all the tools to rebuild at any given point in time because it could just blow, huh? Okay, listen, we just talked about this and this or that. Okay, I'm so we bring it up. <laughs> so I had a six liter. And I loved it. It was a beautiful truck. 04. Now, listen. It was an 04 Lariat, so it had heated leather. It was loaded. It had like, dude, it had the, the pedals were adjustable, like, adjustable, so I could bring them up to my short little legs. It was a great Did time. Did that make up for the blown head gaskets that it also had? Oh, listen, okay. I got rid of it because it had catastrophic head failure. It's not my fault. <laughs> there it is. That's a conversation for a whole nother time. We could go rounds and rounds and rounds <laughs> on that one. <laughs>
1: So another modification we don't uh, require or don't suggest is purchasing a 6.0. I
0: can neither confirm nor deny this. <laughs> so what's your next one?
1: Um, I'd say lights. Like there's just a lot of lights that I'm thinking back to like my first truck that I had. And like I had like grill lights. So the whole inside of the grill would glow and like the foot, the interior foot well lights. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, this was high school. So it was like all of that
0: ebay leds back then
1: <laughs> or walmart or whatever i could find yep. um and then like like light bars too but then also on top of that i added like that i went to fleet farm and got the uh the roof like cab lights sure sure and added those too so like just literally lights like all of it not necessarily even like headlights or taillights i feel like that's something i always do like last or close to the end because like I get the lift kit in, the wheels and tires on, and then like, it's like, okay, let's kind of wrap this up and get some heads and tails. So like not even heads or tails, it's more or less like accessory lights or like adding LEDs and like stuff like that. I feel like that's one for me that.
0: Yeah. You see a lot of guys now with like the F-150s too, that'll do the the Raptor style, like three orange LEDs in the grill.
1: And those are easy because it's just three little pods, depending on what you get.
0: And that's actually becoming, I saw a Tacoma the other day that had the same thing. And so I thought that was interesting that you're seeing that trend kind of expand outside of just the yeah. f-150 world you know it looked really good though so it's it's crazy
1: yeah i was gonna say depending on how you do it it's still kind of like like a poser thing almost in my opinion because it's like it's a raptor thing you know?
0: yeah i guess i don't it looks cool i don't interesting it's like the guys that raptor grill swapped their f-150s we see you
1: and it just says the, the zeros like oh 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 and it yeah. doesn't say forward <laughs> we see you
0: yeah we definitely see you uh first one for me. And this is, we're going to, we're going to this like about, your
1: first one. First one, like this is the first mod
0: you do. Uh, no, let me back up another first one. Oh, okay. I don't in know. You, the realm do you of have Earth. one that's like the first every time or no? I don't really think so. Okay. I I take that back. Oh, well we'll change gears a little bit. I was going to bring this one up later. The first thing I've ever done with any of my trucks and even any of my cars, I think the very first mod I did is always wheels and tires.
1: Really? Yes. Does that include plastic dipping your stock wheels? no okay because that's one that i don't know that i would recommend it just because like you don't get any like fitment difference or anything like that but it's something that i've done before because like when i was in high school and had my f-150 and i couldn't afford wheels and you could have formed plasti dip and if plasti dip lays nicely it it blacked out my black and tan truck it got rid of the aluminum wheels and made them black then so like that's something that like it's not something i would like not recommend doing because sure if you want to make your vehicle look different and you're on a budget go for it. But that was, that's one that I've done too, where it's like one of the first things it's like, well, I can't afford wheels and tires. So this is the road I'm going to go.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. That was always like my first thing is even, and I've done some, when I was younger, I did some horse trading and not, not actual horse trading, but you know, trading either, uh, other odds and ends, miscellaneous stuff. I had four wheels and tires, or just, banked up a couple you hundred bucks and a horse for wheels and tires yes it was a great trade nice it was awesome banker's pissed <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's got four of them now i guess he didn't learn the first time <laughs> but my thing was always even if you're looking for a stock replacement wheel size or something close to that you can completely change the look of an otherwise stock vehicle with with wheels and tires you know
1: and people will even they'll keep their oh tires but change the wheels too
0: See that I've never done like unmounted or dis yeah. is it unmounted or dismounted? Dismounted, tires? I dis- think. Yeah, I I don't know, but anyway, I've never taken stock or tires off of stock wheels and then put them. You've just termokers. bought new. Yeah, yep. Or I would, uh, you know, like when I was sixteen, seventeen, I would just scour Craigslist for hours on end until I found the one guy that found a set in his back shed and was selling them for two hundred bucks. Sure. And I was like, here we go, this is mine. Let me get them. You know. <laughs> So yeah, that's a that's probably my very first always go to mod for uh, mod is wheels and tires. Yeah. So
1: what about exhausts?
0: That was where I was going to go before we change yeah, okay. gears.
1: That's one that yeah, it's it's so easy. It's sad how easy it is to chop off an exhaust. Like, now,
0: hold on, this is this is a conversation though. All right, listen. <laughs> I was sixteen once. I bought a ninety two. Silverado, or Sierra 1500, extended cab, short box, five O and a 5-speed. And I literally cut the muffler off the moment I brought it home. <laughs> the problem is I put nothing in its place. I just hacked her off and left her be.
1: I got, I got one up on you.
0: Don't do that, kids.
1: 97, F-150. Okay. Good old 5.4 Triton. Figured out what a Sawzall was. Figured out where the catalytic converters were. Figured out that a little above that is kind of where the headers come down. Cut it off right there.
0: Before the cat?
1: Yeah. Ooh. (laughs) Like, it was like the the exhaust was literally, like, at my feet. Like, that's where, like, it was, and it was loud. I thought
0: it was so bad. I cut – because I cut mine off just behind the cat, which is probably equally as terrible because – that's right under the passenger seat yep. of those trucks. So it just resonates. See, in the you got to
1: be a smart 16 year old though, because those catalytic converters are like $75 each yeah, when they're in. So you go and trade those in, and then instead of buying exhaust to replace it, you buy like tow mirrors and interior lights. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> because that's how it works, you know.
0: But on a serious note, if I had to do it all over again, exhaust would still be one of the first I did. The difference is. I would probably find an exhaust shop and weld it up because you can do, you can have a, a quality like mandrel bent exhaust made up for your truck. I, I think when I got mine quoted to basically cut it behind the cat and then do a dual outlet with, uh, like 12 inch tips on 45s on the back of my pickup, it was 350. I think bucks I was going to say
1: I eventually had an exhaust done on mine and it was true duals with a cherry bomb on each. And then it was, uh, straight out the back. And it, I think it was like $300. Yeah. And that's
0: and, it, at the time it was so much money and I just couldn't justify yep. it. But looking back, I probably bought $300 worth of Advil to cover for the headaches I got driving <laughs> my truck. So that's definitely an always go-to. For
1: and me. that's the thing I haven't done. Like my Bronco I've had for like a year now, like lifted and modified and done and like
0: half lifted. Oops, we had to go there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's, it's so easy just to cut out that muffler and get a replacement and like have an exhaust shop welded in. And I guarantee it'd be cheap. Like a muffler is like $80 and yeah. then having a shop do it. Maybe they charge a hundred, but you're 180 in and you have like an exhaust that sounds good for 180, but less than $200 Correct. all in. And it's like, I don't know why I haven't done it yet. It's just been like, I don't know why. Cause it's like, it's so easy and it just makes the V8 sound like a V8. Then it sounds like a
0: truck like it should. Yeah, exactly. No, I agree wholeheartedly. I think one of the, one of the go-tos for me on, and this is specifically towards newer trucks that a lot of guys don't think about, especially with gas trucks is, um, is tuning, even flash tuning.
1: I've never, ever gotten into tuning. Like that's something I've never done ever with any of my vehicles. And I,
0: I haven't either, but I was just trying like thinking out loud if I were to pick up and like an EcoBoost F-150, which are getting relatively affordable now, you know, especially some of the earlier years. I think, I think those are the ones you don't want, though. Listen, that's a whole. We should start another episode and talk about trucks you shouldn't buy. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Any of them. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. But if I was to buy an early F 150, I think one of the first things I would do is a plug in tune. And my reasoning for that is I remember when the EcoBoost first came out, I forget if it was car and driver or road and track. One of them took a, a truck right off the factory line or right off the showroom floor, rather, and took it to one of the drag strips. It was on the East Coast. They did an intake, an exhaust, and a tune, all stuff you could bolt on at the track. And they ran like a 12.7. Really? Yeah. Jeez. It was crazy. That's impressive. So, like... The additional power you can gain out of a flash tune is phenomenal. That's
1: also on a turboed vehicle, though, on like a natural aspirate. I don't know that it'll benefit you don't that have much that without many gains, work, correct. right? Because it's like, like diesels are crazy. You can slap a tune on it and you have like an extra 150 horsepower. And yeah. It's like, what?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And 300 extra foot pounds of torque. Yeah. It's a great time for melting, uh, melting your exhaust because your EGTs are so hot because <laughs> you're just dumping fuel into the diesel. It's fine.
1: <laughs> Jeez.
0: Absolutely. What else you got? Don't leave me hanging.
1: I'm running out.
0: You got to have one more. And then we'll talk about the worst monster, dude.
1: Audio. All the time. Interesting.
0: I had, in my 92, I had a single Din Pioneer deck with a CD player. And I thought I was the coolest kid on the block. How old are you? Old. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was. That was back when, I remember I, I got it. I got the deck gifted to me, actually, because at that time, aftermarket CD decks were still like 350 bucks. You know, it was before the, you could buy a single didn't. I'm not going to mention Walmart that when
1: drink. I was in high school, CDs were on their way
0: out. Uh, are you that much younger than me? I don't know. I'm 23. What? what you're, whoa, hold on here. <laughs> I'm 27 this year, Holy sir. shit. There
1: it is, <laughs> folks. I didn't realize we were that far apart. Is there a little bit of gray in that beard? Yes, there is actually. <laughs> and it's from dealing with kids like you all day. Down.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I agree. I mean, audio is the move.
1: And it's always been like, it'll be a aftermarket head unit, something like cheap that I can find or is gifted to me. But then it's like, I won't upgrade the door speakers. Or if I do, it's like something cheap. But then it's always a subwoofer, like a Sony explode or like a kicker. Like it's always what it was back in the day. Now it's like, I've, I've figured out that there's some nicer brands. And so I've gone with like CT sounds, but I've gone with a couple of my vehicles and absolutely love the way they are figured out how to wire them correctly and like run them at two ohms and all that fun stuff. Or even one ohm, I think I have in the Bronco. And like, like, but I didn't know that back in the day, it's like, Power wire to power and amplifier plug in here, plug in
0: here, plug in there, and we're good to go. I remember putting my twelve in my pickup, uh, in my ninety two, and <laughs> did I you remember... have it mounted nice? No, you... it was okay, just yeah. the... <laughs> it was a box sitting on the floor. And I remember I ran, I ran the power, like the the power cord from Walmart. Yep through the fire or not even through the firewall i came through the fender and then through the door jam what oh and then no tucked it under the
1: carpet see my back. dad helped me to make sure that at least my wiring went through the <laughs> firewall like it should and everything
0: <laughs> no nope, i just ran mine wherever i could run a wire it was terrible except i had i had two
1: 12s and one was stuffed at my extended cab f-150 uh-huh. one was on the floor and i backed my seat up all the way to hold it in place <laughs> and the other one was just buckled in on the the back bench so I had two twelve, just kind of sitting right there behind me, just and that, hanging out yep. back there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. That is too funny. So let's change gears. Let's talk the worst mods you can do. And now let me let me back up by saying I get it. We've been there. I I was a relatively cash strapped young kid as well. You know, so I understand the allure behind doing some of these. But take it from us, don't do it. It's bad. We already talked about one right my first one was cut off exhaust like i I cannot stress enough that it is worth saving the extra dollars for just outside of the performance outside of the back pressure argument outside of the potentially cutting your cat out and then having no downstream o2 sensor and wondering why you're getting five mpgs (laughs) right outside of all of that the headaches you will save yourself from from listening i remember I moved up uh, to Appleton. I'm from about an hour and a half south of here. And my first year going back home, I did 80 miles an hour uh, on the highway going home for Thanksgiving. And the whole time, all you could hear is drone. Yeah. Because it was cut off right under the passenger seat. You couldn't even have a conversation. Don't do it. No, thank you. That's bad.
1: I'm getting a headache just thinking about it. Correct. It's like, oh no, flashbacks. Yes. Our, our media van was the same way because Mr. Cody Banker likes to hack shit off and <laughs> not replace it with anything. So we would drive our media van for rollers and stuff, and the whole thing just
0: reverberated with. And that the one was the, the worst time. because it's got such a big cab. And you could just smell the exhaust too. Like it was just a horrible experience. We're all gonna die of cancer at 35. It's fine. I'll go before. We got sick here, rollers right? though. Hey, we're good. <laughs> Absolutely. What else you got? I'm trying to think. So worst, yeah,
1: mods. Mods
0: that if you had to go back and tell yourself not to do them, what would you do? eBay projector headlights. Beautiful. Do you have that one? Yes. Really? I, I also had HIDs and. Yep. And oh, that's a good one. I've done non-projector yes. housing.
1: I've done that first, and then I went to eBay projectors, which were. Equally as bad, given a little bit better than having HIDs and PNP headlight um, housings, but like still not as good as getting like a an actual like projector and like everything. Like I've built a couple sets of headlights, and I, I understand now that you can even go on Amazon and get the parts. Like the retrofit source is like the place to go yeah. for headlights. But even if you want to go on Amazon and get the stuff, it's going to be really good quality. It's not. It might not be a ten out of ten, but it'll still be like a a seven and a half or eight out of ten, which. Sure. I'm good enough with considering it'll cost me $80 in parts and a little bit of
0: time throwing some headlights in the oven. Correct. Yep, exactly. And it's really, especially if you own an older truck or an older vehicle in general, it's really not that scary because if you mess the housing up, it's not that expensive. Oh, I bought, dude. Um, yeah, I bought brand new housings for my 92 when I had it for like, $30 for the pair. It's not that bad.
1: You know? I got all cleared out ones for the Bronco, and they were $80. Bucks, yeah. But those are like all cleared out, like all nice-looking ones, like ready to get retrofitted and everything yeah, like under that. Under $100, like, you know, yeah.
0: which is significantly better than driving down the road Blasting that HID everywhere.
1: Considering in my, my car, I bought, um they have like a newer body style headlights that fit. They're 06 projectors, yep. like they're OEM ones. So, like, they're really nice. I think those are the 600 I think they're $800 actually for like OEM good quality projector okay. headlights for my Infinity. And it's like, but it's OEM, it fits nice. It's Correct. like literally perfect, but you can customize a set of headlights for. Two three hundred dollars if you try and do it yourself, and there's a lot of videos on YouTube and a lot of forums you can read yep, that'll definitely. help you along. But that's something that I remember I got I was really excited. I got some eBay headlights, they're like spider or something like that. They had a little the like, spider. They
0: headlights. had a little
1: like a CFL ring on them, and then it was a projector too, and everything. I got them installed, and it was like sure it was a white light, but it wasn't really any better than the headlights that I had. like. The stock ones are probably better quality, better display and there's there's so many articles out there and i know we're not a headlight company but you can go out and you can research and figure out like cutoff lines and what projectors should look like and it'll blow your mind how much they look like a light bar is on when you just have your headlights on and they don't blind anybody as you drive past them going down the road
0: yeah and that's exactly it i put hids in my daily uh the the gti and that was my first set of projectors and the difference is mind-blowing you know to have that light focus not just
1: "Hello, hello here i am yep and there's, I mean, there's a lot of parts to it because HIDs themselves are like, like pieced together and stuff, but it's, they, they work a hell of a lot Worth
0: better. It. Worth it. Absolutely. I had another one on here. I had hockey puck spacer lifts and or cranking your keys up.
1: Have you done either of them?
0: I cranked my keys.
1: Oh, see, I had a two-wheel drive F one hundred and fifty. I was I was going to crank my keys. I found out from my buddy who go to K fifteen hundred at the time that you could just crank them up and then you'd have a little bit. It's a free lift kit. Yeah, you just get under there with the impact. But for just, some burp. for some reason, his uh, front tires kind of cambered. Does, that him doesn't a happen. Bit. That's no. so weird. Mm-mm. But I got under mine, started looking, and sent him a, a photo. And I'm like, I don't think I have what you. You you said we we're supposed to have one here what and then I'm like well it's a two wheel drive the technology is completely different it doesn't have any of that correct so I was like well shit I think I actually probably texted banker way back then little seventeen year old junior like hey so I so
0: last to... week yeah
1: <laughs> and like oh yeah you can't do that
0: yeah no. yeah I got under there and we we cranked them all the way up like not so like you can crank keys there's small adjustability bits, there yeah r- small bits and it's okay but we got under there and I kid you not Milwaukee Impact Wound her till she stopped going. How did that ride? Like shit. <laughs> did you put it back down or did you just leave it? Because I, I wanted left to it and then it. Sold it that way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was back when I, I had a set of Firestone twenty-three degree tires. I think, which looked like a turf tire, but there was this much room between the lugs, and it just it had no traction in the mud, and it made a lot of noise on the highway. Yikes. Yeah. On <laughs> um, I was at that point. I was even on. 16 inch, I think they were 16s. they might have been 15s. Be careful, I'll date myself here. They were American Racing Outlaw 2 reps. They weren't even the real wheel, the oh, bullet no. hole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> reps. Gotta love
1: them. That's awesome. Yes,
0: sir. You got any, got any other worst mods?
1: I almost did what probably would have been the worst mod, but I sold the truck before I could have. What was? Uh custom front bumper
0: like a tube like a, a hand tube. welded yep. tube yep Ooh. yep
1: so i was going to make like the 88 ADD like a, i forget which one it is but it's like the tube and there's like little panels and stuff like that i was going to make one myself i bought all the pvc had it all mocked up and stuff like that and just considering some of like the you know like the really blocky diamond plate bumpers that people make and you can just tell that it was homemade yep. in someone's barn i'm sure this probably would have turned out the same way type of thing and like just a lot of homemade bumpers unless you really know what you're doing with fab probably aren't gonna look that good so that was Correct. one that i almost did but didn't because it was a two-wheel drive it was kind of like a pre-runner type of thing that whole thing and i didn't do it and after seeing other people's homemade bumper work i'm like yeah. i mean there's a reason that you spend a thousand dollars to get one that's like approved and made by like companies that it'll save your vehicle if you get into a crash and that's
0: probably the bigger thing that you should touch on right so y- you can make your own bumpers and if you take your time and you measure it well and you weld it well and you paint it well, it, it can look really good. But there's a certain degree of confidence that comes with buying a bumper from a company that you know it's not gonna dis- it's not gonna crumble or break and crack when in the event that you rear it. Yeah, somebody,
1: unless you're you know? over here like building the bumper, getting it ready to go, testing it, seeing what bends, Slamming reinforcing wall, it. Yes, you know? like unless you're doing all of that there could be bad consequences. And- yeah.
0: Absolutely. I've one more. Okay. And this might be this might be the one. Uh-oh. This might be the this, worst so mod like I've the ever done.
1: Worst truck mod. Or at make... least
0: it'll probably make a lot of people angry. Oh boy. Cold air intake.
1: Banker tried getting me to buy one for my Bronco that I just got.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had the 92 was a TPI motor, right? Which is a throttle body but non like it's not Vortec. Yep. They don't make a lot of intakes for those trucks. They're older. They were older even when I had it already. I found on eBay. For those of you that are listening to this, I wish you could see Junior's face because <laughs> the moment I said eBay, his nostrils flared and you could see the look on his face of, oh boy, here we go. So, anyway, I, I bought or I found on eBay a guy that makes intakes in his Wait, garage.
1: So he, like, he. What? Yes. Is it like so, Craigslist? D- d-
0: maybe. Is it
1: Etsy before Etsy existed? It must have been. Back in 2002 when I you were in high know.
0: school? The product photos were literally taken with like a Nokia phone. <laughs> nice. You really did And all now. you could see is this like tin can steel piece thing that sits so on top of- So he used like
1: a coffee can to make an air intake. It
0: might have started as a coffee can to be honest. I'm not really Bush's sure. baked beans. <laughs> Roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> But no, it's like this little, this like super thin sheet steel, like like an HVAC, uh, like, yeah, kind of. And it sat on top of the, because those, those engines had the round air intake, right? Okay, yep. So it sat right over the top of the intake. And then it came up and it just had like one tube that came off of it. And it just went to a cone filter. Okay. It yep, cost yep. me... $36. Hey, that's not bad. With the wing nut, even. It came with a wow. wing nut for the stunt. There you go. Yeah, we were living in high Did it do anything? High class. No. Because it wasn't even a cold air intake. <laughs> because it literally just moved the intake from the top of the engine to six inches to the right of the engine. That's the only difference. Oh, and it also came with a reinforcing bar that would mount to the one body bolt. Uh, on just so side. it wouldn't sit there and shake so like shit it. Is. <laughs> correct. It wouldn't hop up and down. But the intake did literally nothing. If anything, it probably hurt my intake air temperatures, right? So the idea, for those of you that don't know, the idea behind a cold air intake is that you're drawing cool air from outside of the car, and it keeps your intake temperatures lower, which in turn has more, power, more baby. power, right, correct, healthier combustion. So the problem is that when you move your intake six inches to the right, all the heat coming off of the exhaust... Uh, manifolds are not headers, right? But exhaust manifolds—is literally radiating up and then sucking in the intake. <laughs> oh no! It was terrible. Don't do that. Yeah, I—I I have never
1: done one before. I actually at one point purchased one used. It was like I think it was like thirty dollars. I got it from somebody that I knew. Um It must have been for the newer five fours, not my five four, because I went to bolt it up and it, it didn't even fit. So I was like, okay. So I, I actually let me return it to him. Super nice guy. I'm sure he went and flipped it and sold it like <laughs> later. But like, so I got my money back. So I've never spent money. On a cold air intake. Correct. Banker's trying to convince me to get one for my new Bronco that I had just gotten. And they're like $380 for like yes. the full like and I'm like, what? And like, I don't know. For me, if I'm going to spend $400, I'd rather get like a cam or something yeah. cool that I can then install and like have more horsepower than the, the 10 or 15 that you get out of a color intake. Not and take.
0: even. I think it's five or six to me. Okay. It's so minimal.
1: And like, that. that's my opinion. I've never been interested in them. I don't see the point in them. I don't pop my hood at shows and I don't need it to look pretty or anything right. like that. So like, that's just me. But yeah, that's one that I could definitely see. Spending $400 on that. Look at all the other shit we just talked about Correct. You get for $400.
0: Correct. You can buy level kits for $400. You could probably
1: you know. get a set of like Steelies, like a yeah. 18 by 10, negative 38. So those bitches will stick out a little <laughs> bit on your stock truck. Correct. For the same price. Yep. Like that's just me though. I mean, everyone's got their own opinion, right. own taste, but that's a good one. I didn't even think about that one. Cause a lot of people will get that. Cause I think it's more horsepower, more this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. And in reality,
0: K and N did a phenomenal job marketing this as all I'm going to say your stock airbox, unless you're pushing major horsepower, which you probably have a different intake anyway, because you are seeing that restriction on the dyno. Your stock box is fine. So I got to have that k and oil filter, though. Yes. More power. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's jump in to ask us anything. So I uh, pulled the YouTube community, and I said, let me read verbatim. We're filming another episode of Lifted Logic soon, and we want to know what's the most common overlooked first mod you do on your vehicles. Let us know in the comments down below, and don't forget to tune in Saturday for another episode of Lifted Logic. That's this one right here. So... There were a bunch of responses, actually. Uh, 78 comments as of today. Lots of exhaust, tint, stuff we already talked about. But one that I found really, really interesting. Guy's name is Baconator13. Hey. Let's go. I want to go to Wendy's now. I don't think I've ever had a Baconator. What? I'm sorry.
1: Damn. It's one of the best first mods you can do in the buying <laughs> Go get a Baconator. <laughs> anyway. Not sponsored by
0: Wendy's. But for real, Wendy's, if you're listening <laughs> to this... Up. They have like, a pretty we'll like, like
1: fire social media, so yeah. like they they probably like just roast us or something. <laughs> like, look at these truck dudes trying to get free Wendy's. Good Bro, luck, bros.
0: It's fine. Anyway, he said that he puts a scented cabin air filter in. He says, "I hate the look of fresh of air fresheners everywhere." No hate on the guys with black ice. Smells like an old man. That was a fun personal attack.
1: <laughs> Black ice like an old man. That's an interesting topic in itself. Yeah, we could
0: we know. could do a whole podcast that on that. That reminds me of being 16 years old. <laughs> I don't know what an old man. I still... What? Oh. All right, moving on. Segway, <laughs> we're not talking about that. Anyway, he says, or the diamond plate ones, which look like a, like a try-hard tradesman, but just cleaner and lasts longer. I didn't know that you could get scented... Uh, cabin air filters
1: i don't even know how to replace a cabin air filter honestly like do all vehicles have them or do newer vehicles have them i've literally
0: never dealt with one in my life i believe i'm just gonna look them up here for like a 2014 like in
1: 1993 when they created the ford bronco
0: no your bronco does not have a cabin (laughs) air filter junior
1: like what vehicles will i mean i had a 97 f-150 it might actually an 04 sierra a 94 Bronco, now a 93 Bronco, and I, I don't know. I've never had to replace it. Maybe it's something that I should have replaced on every single one of those vehicles to make it feel nicer, breathe nicer. I i don't know. That, that sound?
0: There's a retrofit kit. So I don't have one, but air I could. Filter, but you could.
1: Wow. Can I just drill a hole in my windshield and then add a little filter on there and then like <laughs> glue a, uh, oh a, a hanging tree to that
0: and then it'll just blow the scent? right in all right that's enough there it is another episode of lifted the logic big shout out to junior for joining us today thank you this Hell was a yeah. blast uh remember wheels tire suspension custom offsets.com be sure to like share subscribe leave us a great review if you're listening to this on your podcast platform of choice or if you're on youtube comment down below if you have an idea on what we should talk about or who we should bring on the podcast next and with that it is four fifty three 53 in the afternoon it's almost quitting time time for softball we out Peace.